Good evening. We want to welcome you back tonight and thank you for coming back and being here with us. This is a special service that the leadership and I have planned out. and We're appreciative that you can be here with us to join us as we engage in battle on a spiritual level. Tonight you're going to, we are going to uh, sing and hear scriptures read and, and uh, have our shepherds lead us in prayer. And uh, so it'll be a little bit different, but I believe it'll be good for us. Uh, not just for us, but for Northside, for us individually, and uh, prayerfully it will be good for our country. If you will, please join me in prayer. Father God, you are the beginning. You are before all things. You are the Alpha and the Omega. Uh, To you we owe everything that we have, everything that we know. The ability for us to even think of you, to consider you in our minds as a gift. Uh, far beyond truly our ability to understand or comprehend. The ability to utter praises of our mouths and prayers with our hearts is something that you have given us the ability to do. We come before your throne tonight. We want to petition you as we have done many times in the past, but tonight we come with a special thought in mind over this coming Tuesday's election. Uh, Our country is very divided. We've had... uh, It's just been uh, having a a great struggle uh, inwardly amongst her people. And, Father, we believe that uh, a nation can only be one under your guidance. We believe the word of Scripture that tells us that you made the world and everything in it, that you do not live in temples built by hands, that you are not served by human hands, and you do not need anything. Because you have given all of us life and breath and everything else. Father, we believe that you sent one man, made one man, that from he you would make the nation of men. That they should inhabit the whole earth. That you, Father, have determined the times and set for them the exact places where they should live. We know you did this so that perhaps... Each of us would seek you and perhaps reach out and find you. For in you and you alone, Father, we live, we move, and we have our being. And as a good Father that you are, you call us to cast every burden and anxiety onto you. And indeed, our hearts are burdened and anxious and worried and fearful. And in those times, especially in those times we realize that we have no one to turn to, no one who can fix the things that are and bring healing to the land, unlike you. So, Father, we praise you tonight. We consider the promises of your word, and we come to you in prayer as flawed human beings, petitioning that you would remember us, that you would remember our country, our leaders, our church, and ourselves. Father, we invite you into our presence. We pray that you might hear our prayers. and We believe that you do and you will 
respond in the exact right way. Father, hear our prayers tonight. We love you and we praise you and we worship you. In Christ's name we offer these prayers. Amen. I'm going to be reading from uh, Deuteronomy 30, verses uh, 15 through 19, if you want to follow along. Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 19. Uh, this, the words of this are an offer of either life or death. Starting at 15, see, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commands, decrees and laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient... And if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses before against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. And if you would bow with me, please. Dear Heavenly Father, we have just read that we are to love you, to walk in your ways, and to keep your commands. Then you will bless us and we will increase. But if we turn our our hearts turn away, we are not obedient. And if we worship other gods, we will be destroyed. We have a choice. We need to choose wisely. We read in your word that you created a garden where every good thing was for Adam and Eve to enjoy, but they did not obey you. As a result, you cursed them. And we are still filling those curses today. In the days of Noah, the people turned against you and followed their own ways. So you caused a great flood, destroying everyone but Noah and his family. You destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of their great sin. We read in your word how you disciplined Israel over and over when they turned away from you. Father... We come before you tonight with great concern on our hearts over the state of this country and our citizenry. Our founding fathers looked to your decrees and laws and patterned our laws after your will. For many years, the people of this nation considered themselves as a Christian nation. We were one nation under God, even our coinage states, in God we trust. We have placed our hands on Bibles to swear oaths or to be sworn into office. Because 
we as a nation were striving to follow you, you blessed us and allowed us to increase and prosper. But now we continually see our laws being changed to benefit those who have turned against you, like abortion and sexual uh, perversions are not only winked at, but we are told we must accept such practices. We see our country turning more and more away from you and your will. We see lies, deception, sin, corruption everywhere. We pray tonight that the people of this land will wake up and turn back to you and your will. That we will once more follow the wonder, uh, your wonderful principles before it is too late. Help us to help others see the error of their ways. Help us to choose life so that we and our children may live. In Christ's holy name we pray, amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord. Speaking about the reign of the Lord's anointed. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? 
The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree the Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and you perish in, his, in the way. For his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Would you pray with me, please? Our dear Heavenly Father, how majestic is your name. You are the creator of the universe and all it contains. We belong to you. You are our Father and our salvation. Dear Lord, we as a nation, it seems, have wandered away from your truths, your ways, and your commands. There are many men and women of this country, a country made great by your statutes and mercy, that choose not to follow your commands or even acknowledge your existence. Please forgive us, Lord, as a nation. Lord, have mercy on us as a people. Father, we are embarking on an important election of our country's leaders this week. With all the, the vitriol we are hearing about the candidates running for office this year, we humbly ask you, dear Lord, for and specifically seek your guidance and your wisdom in choosing men and women that fear you, that desire to follow you. We truly do not know the hearts of those running for office, but as you tell us in Jeremiah, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his deeds. We pray this evening that you do search each candidate's heart and mind and defeat those who will not do your will and are not worthy in your sight to lead this country forward through the trying times ahead. We pray that through your mercy that you allow the candidates that love you and your teaching to be elected to be leaders of our country. Dear Lord, we know and understand that none, are, none of our leaders are without sin and know that throughout all of history that you have used imperfect men and women to lead nations for your purposes. We fervently pray 
and humbly ask for all these things, but we pray above all else that your will be done. Dear Lord, we are comforted by the fact of knowing that you love us with a love that is beyond our understanding and that you and you alone are all-powerful and are in absolute control. We humbly pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Awesome power, boundless grace, none can First Timothy, the second chapter, beginning in verse 1. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. We pray. Our Father, we approach your glorious throne with these prayers and supplications. Father, the, the people of faith are under attack in this country. They're being vilified for their beliefs, beliefs that stand in the way of irreligious goals. So we come before you now asking for your blessings on those in authority who will make decisions regarding our ability to practice our faith, to express and do your will as you have given us understanding. We ask, Father, for you to be with our new president, to lift them up and give them an understanding of what would be pleasing to you. 
Especially, Father, we ask the same for the many appointees the a president will make in the, in the bureaucracy of the executive branch. Especially, Father, those in the Department of Justice. We ask, Father, for your blessings on the existing judiciary all the way up to the Supreme Court. But, Father, also there will be new judges that will be appointed at many levels over the next few years. We ask that all of them will interpret the Constitution in a way that will allow people of faith to practice their religious beliefs. Father, we also pray for those in the legislative branch of our government. Give them, too, the desire to please you, to enact laws that will not be in conflict with your will for our lives. Father, we just pray for all those in high positions that we may live peaceful and godly lives. We ask these things in the glorious name of your Son, Jesus the Christ, and our Savior. These things we ask in his name. Amen. Lord, the light of your love is shining in the midst of the darkness, shining chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. These are the words that Jesus spoke to his disciples. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. 
Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we marvel at your power that is shown in so many different ways. Your creation, the power that you've shown us to be able to forgive. We see your wisdom in the word. And we see your power in the Holy Spirit that is in us. But most of all, we are humbled and grateful for the creation of your church. Many institutions surround us. Government, city, volunteer institutions, institutions of higher learning, companies and corporations. And we're so used to that in our world But nothing compares, nothing compares to your church. We are called individually to be the salt of the earth. Each one of us have been saved by your blood, and therefore we can call you Father. But the most wonderful part of being your child is knowing that we have been added to your precious church. Father, you also said that you are the light of the world. And you said, whoever follows will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And if we individually, Father, are that light, then your church should shine like the brightest light ever. Father, we pray as your church, that you will shine through us so brightly that your glory will be shown. Now, Father, as your church, we pray for your guidance every day. We pray, Father, to be bold because we realize that we can be seen. If we can be seen, Father, we want it to be your glory that they see not ours. We want, Father, for the world to learn of you through us. Father, guide us in our steps that we are careful, that we are confident in your word. And, Father, may our actions and our deeds show your glory and point mankind to you. Remove all doubt and fear from us. Make us a light to those who are lost. In this time of election and so much unknown, Father, we pray that this will become known. Your church will be known and people will see you through us. May your church shine so clear, Father, that the world will see and know that you are still in charge. You are still on your throne. Because of your great love, Father, we are not consumed for your compassions. They never fail. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Through the blessed name of Jesus, your son, we pray. Amen.
Tonight be directed at the responsibilities of a Christian to be a good citizen. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. You want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise for the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. He is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, custom to whom customs, Fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Almighty God, the one that created everything that we know and understand from nothing, the one that placed the stars in their position in numbers and distance beyond our comprehension, the one that blew the breath of life into the dust of the earth the one who watches over all the affairs of men. We read, God, that your eyes go to and fro over the whole earth to show yourself strong for a people whose heart is perfect to you. God, we want to be those people. We pray for your strength. God, we're reminded now, more than ever, of the many things that are out of our control, but we can control what we do how we act, how we react, what we say, what we don't say, when we talk and when we are silent. And we pray through all these things that we are excellent citizens on this earth, exercising our responsibilities just exactly as you would have them done. We're thankful, God, that we live in a land where we have the rare privilege of participation via elections. We ask that you help us to think carefully about our decisions and our responsibilities, not just in the elections, God, but in all the things we do on this earth. We want to live our lives 
in such good conscience that those who slander may be put to shame because of our good conduct. And if we suffer, we pray that we suffer for doing good. For we live together in a community, a community where many are lost. And every day we have the opportunity to express you to those people, not just on this coming Tuesday, but every day that we live. Remember that our true citizenship is in heaven, not only a future home where our cheek will never again be stained with tears of sorrow and sadness, but our current citizenship while here on this earth. Our earthly citizenship is secondary to what you have provided for us, and our responsibilities are first to you. God, please remind us of the responsibilities that we have, of heavenly citizenship, and the responsibilities that carries. We ask that you use your Holy Spirit to remind us to pray, not only in these coming days, but throughout all the years, for our many government officials on all different levels, that the ones that know you and be instructed by you to do the right thing, and the ones that don't know you can still be used, as you have used many in the past who are not of yours to execute your will. God, we pray in all these things that there are ways that we can glorify you. We pray these things in your Son Jesus' name. Amen. Love one another
be reading from 1 Peter 2, 13 through 17. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men, whether to the king as a supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish men. Live as free men, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as servants of God. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God and honor the King. Let's go to our Father. Lord God, you are our God. Earnestly we seek you. Our souls thirst for you. Our bodies long for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. We have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, our lips will glorify you. We will praise you. We will praise you, our God, as long as we live. And in your glorious name, we will lift up our hands. You, O God, you alone will satisfy our souls as the richest of foods. With singing lips, our mouths will praise you. Lord, we bow before your throne tonight, raising up the leaders of this country. Knowing that there are no authorities that exist except those that you have established. Your ways are above ours, and many times we cannot understand the things that are right before us. But, Lord, we come before you knowing that that through the sacrifice of our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, we now have the Holy Spirit. And he intercedes for us when we do not have the words or understanding of what to pray for. Lord, we have seen servants like David. Who though Saul pursued him, he hunted him down. Still David understood that Saul was God's anointed leader. We see Daniel as he struggles under the rule of Nebuchadnezzar. But only defies him when he must decide between what you commanded or what Nebuchadnezzar demanded. Lord, you have given us instruction through your servants on what to do in these times. In Acts, we see Peter and John as they're brought before the Sanhedrin. And they're told not to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. And they reply, judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight to obey you rather than God. For we cannot help. We cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. And then we also see in Acts as the apostles replied, we must obey God rather than men. Lord, tonight... Tonight we pray for the leaders that you have already put into place and the ones that will be elected this Tuesday. Our prayer is that each one will turn to you for wisdom, for knowledge, for discernment, and for understanding. We thank you for the blessing of this country that we live in. And that we have the ability to choose our leaders. We pray for our new president. That whoever it is. 
will lead, will lead us in a noble manner. We pray for our senators and our representatives, both nationally and on a state level. We pray for the governor, our mayors, and our local leaders. Lord, we raise these men and women. We raise them up before you, asking for your protection and your guidance as they govern this country of ours. Knowing that in many ways this country has turned away from many of the things that it is founded on. And understanding that in turning away it has turned its back on you. Lord, we come before you tonight. We come before you with a joy in our hearts knowing that that we have a firm foundation, a firm hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that this world is not our home. And just as he comforted his disciples, he comforts us today with the words, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. Dear Lord, help us. Help us to not be anxious about anything but in everything. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, to present our request to you. And that your peace, your peace that transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts in our Christ, in our minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, we we humbly bow before your throne tonight, praising your majestic and holy name. And thanking you, thanking you for your love and for your grace. It's in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we raise up this prayer. Thank you again for being here tonight. Appreciate your willingness to lift up our leaders in this country, in this state, and uh, I want to call you specifically to the words of Scripture from Jesus. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen. But I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full, but you... When you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. And then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask them. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast... Put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will be not, not be obvious to men that you are fasting, 
but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I want to call you and ask you to pray individually now. We have collectively prayed, but the next part is up to you. I'm calling you in the next 48 hours to intentionally, personally, reverently, sincerely bow down before God Almighty and pray for this upcoming election and for the future of our country. Will you join me in prayer? Father in heaven, you are perfect in all of your ways. Your understanding is far beyond ours. Your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Father, in this moment of absolute, total uh, disarray in our nation, we beseech you. We ask for you to be present. We pray that our country will make the right decisions concerning the moral and spiritual direction of our country. Father, I pray that we will draw near to you because we know that you will draw near to us. I pray that we will cleanse our hands and purify our hearts. I pray that we will mourn and weep for our sin and give serious thought to our ways. Father, may we humble ourselves before you as we come to you in prayer. And Father, we are told in your word to not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, to present our requests to you. And we are promised, Father, that your peace, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Father, we are anxious about many things. Our nation has certainly been worried and fearful and fretful, and, and that is true among those Christians living in this nation today. But we believe, Father, in the promises of your word. And we believe that if we come to you in prayer, that if we will humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wickedness, then you will hear from heaven and forgive our sin and heal our land. Father, I, I know from your word that you promise that you tell us that the king's heart is a stream of water in your hand, that you can turn it wherever you will. We pray for whomever is elected on Tuesday that you will turn that person's heart toward you. And we pray that you do that for all of our elected officials. May you work mightily in this country. Restore our hearts. Restore us. Help us to be the people you have called us to be. And Father, as we leave this place, I pray that you will prompt your spirit in our hearts to remind us to pray, to remind us to fast on behalf of our nation for such a time as this. Thank you for hearing our prayers tonight, Father. And we pray that the prayers might not stop in the next couple of days, but that we might ever be a people who are mindful of the world that we live in. That we might not just duck our head in the sand and pretend things aren't bad, but we might beseech you in all things. For we know that you are in control, and we know your son isn't just a king, but he's the king of kings. And we pray this through his holy and righteous name, and all of God's people said. Thank you for being here tonight.